0: holy shit hey what's with the porn
1: oh it's just on my screensaver (laughs) thingy sorry (laughs) like i usually (sighs) i usually make sure i turn that to black (laughs) but guess i forgot last time what's up man
0: (laughs) hey not a lot how are you doing man all right yeah
1: getting adjusted here
0: cool i had the day off today
1: are you off Monday as well?
0: Yes. So I've got like five oh. straight days off. So. I hate
1: you. <laughs> I had to work today and I've got to work Monday.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sierra has to work Monday as well. So yeah, she feels your pain. Of course, she was, off, t- she was yeah. off today as well. So, But she specifically asked for a day off. It wasn't like it was given to her. Same thing with me. This is actual vacation day.
1: Ah, but, Mm -hmm. but Monday was a holiday.
0: Yeah. Monday is Or Monday
1: was a, they gave you
0: right. Yeah. They gave us Monday and obviously Tuesday makes sense. I mean, there's no point coming in one day and then having a day off and then coming back on Wednesday.
1: Yeah. Well, tell that to my work.
0: I know. Tell that to Sierra's work as well. So it's just weird shit. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. So, uh, so I'm
1: I'm gonna call in sick. That's what I'm gonna do. There you go.
0: <laughs> so um, I've pulled up our GoDaddy account just to see where we're at uh, this month as far oh, uh-huh. as uh, stuff and so this month we've had 420 unique visitors to our website. Now that would be either through people going to our website or people just downloading. Our podcast so those are some pretty good numbers we've got four hundred twenty right. people that have uh, downloaded podcasts this month I mean there obviously might be some well now it says unique visitors that means not repeats so that that's pretty good right
1: mm-hmm does that have uh, anything to do with iTunes or is that just those who go to the website
0: I think that has to do with iTunes as well
1: ah cool okay hmm
0: and it says well, cool. But then it says number of visits. So those 420 unique visitors uh, visited one way or another uh, almost 2,000 times.
1: Dang. So well, that's, that's pretty cool.
0: cool. So our overall band, it- yeah.
1: <laughs> so remember, So I- Because if you listen to the podcast, it-, uh-huh. it takes five sittings to listen to one podcast because oh, they're four hours long. <laughs> right.
0: But I guess once it's downloaded, it's on their phone. Until they listen to it, so.
1: Yeah, it's uh, you know when I listen to it, I go to the website because I listen to it on my PC. Ah, um, although I've okay. listened to it on my phone a couple times, but when I go, I go to the to the website and then you know hit the play button there. Okay. Um,
0: well, that that makes sense. So. And
1: I may pause it at times, but I I listen to it pretty much and without without re having to reload the website basically. All right. Yeah. All right. That's cool.
0: And so, remember, mm-hmm. I had predicted that we were going to have 200 gigabytes of data downloaded of podcast. Right. Uh, right mm-hmm. now, we're at 185 gigabytes, which is wow. You got- is, yeah. It's still a record for any month ever for our podcast. So that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, <laughs> and um, I'm looking at, and it's it's even got some information about which countries have downloaded our stuff mm-hmm. and obviously by and large the vast majority is 90 gigabytes from uh the United States uh it's showing Italy at 3.52 gigabytes so <laughs> we've got, I think we've got some listeners in Italy
1: Interesting cool
0: Yeah and let's see I'm scanning down the list here and uh believe it or not Singapore 1.23 gigabytes so hmm. So it's either one person in Singapore downloading multiple podcasts, you know, over
1: right, right,
0: twenty or so, or it's you know quite a few people, or there might be you know twenty, thirty people in Singapore listening to us. I don't know. And then that's cool. And it looks like Turkey looks like one person in Turkey downloaded one podcast because it says one hundred and seventy nine megabytes. Here's the kicker, though. Then it says others, others, and it says 89.61 gigabytes of others. I want, you know, why aren't they giving me a breakdown of who all these so-called others are? doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, that's weird. Uh, don't understand. Is it like
1: others who can't, uh, maybe there's some that they can't recognize where the, where the download is going.
0: I guess so. Maybe it could be from uh, people who have a firewall on their particular home network that makes it so it's impossible to determine where the download request came from. I mean, yeah, there are a lot of, you know, secure browsers that will provide that security for you. So, okay, whatever.
1: right. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, so, that so after the United States, the mm-hmm. only the 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 largest one that is recognizable is what Italy was it Italy?
0: Yeah, Italy. Oh, interesting. 3.52 gigabytes. So that's cool. Maybe there are some Twin yeah. Peaks lovers in Italy.
1: Probably. <laughs> I bet Lynch is really popular. Well, he's popular everywhere.
0: Well, that's true. yeah, yeah. More than likely.
1: Well, hey, so. speaking of Lynch, uh huh. What our I guess what our plan was to kind of just. Try and dedicate this podcast yes. solely to Twin Peaks. Right. Or as as solely as we can get. Right. As close I mean, as we can get.
0: Yeah, I mean we'll we'll go off on tangents, but if we you know, we're we're just going to dedicate the podcast completely to trying to stick to the storyline of the latest episode of Twin Peaks. Right. Okay. So,
1: with the with the I mean, mm-hmm. the game plan being that we could get that up quicker
0: absolutely yeah i mean if we if we talk for two hours it edits down to an hour and a half episode and we don't have to include this pre-show stuff though you You're know right I, I, we might you can if you want yeah why not
1: i just it's it's so interesting when i listen to the podcast uh-huh. i like uh, the last one we did episode 45 did you I was listen? listening to it and it's like uh-huh. did, mm-hmm. you, did you listen to all of it uh-huh
0: okay good good
1: <laughs> did i m- did I miss something? No, not or at all. Forget about. Something? Hopefully you like the oh, okay.
0: uh, additional content that I added uh, oh, yeah. during editing. Oh yeah. I
1: did. <laughs> I was listening to that and it was fairly late and I was going to text you and I was like, "Oh, I'll just I'm going to see him this weekend. I'll mention it this weekend." And okay. then I forgot, of course, uh, because my short-term memory is shot. But but yeah. yeah, I thought that was funny. And I was actually slightly surprised because when I was listening back to the conversation prior to that when we were talking about um Uh, Jean-Michel Renault. Yeah. I I thought, well, you know, I'm listening to us talk about it. I'm thinking, hmm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I (laughs) read that wrong somewhere. You know, and I'm like, you know, I'm really I'm really adamant about it. And you're very easygoing about it. And I'm like, damn, you know, I might have just. Talked to mark into something that's not true that's, and then he came funny. on and said right Roger was right and i was like well cool i'm i mean i'm glad but i i was like right. man i hope i didn't you didn't feel like i was bullying you or you know being an asshole being like no i'm right
0: you know what's so funny <laughs> is that i i thought it was the exact opposite i thought i was I was I was forcing it on you, so I think we had it. We were both we were like, "Oh, right, yeah. was I was I trying to voice this information on him?" And you were thinking the exact same thing. But yes, it's
1: so funny. You were
0: you were absolutely correct. So uh, Jean Michel is either a, a fourth Renault brother, or he's a cousin, or something. But uh, right, he's definitely being played by the actor who played Jacques. Renault um mm-hmm. so you know family Walter, resemblance whatever his last name yeah, is Walter yeah. Polish last name Olko
1: yeah Olkowitz or something like yes, that yes
0: that's it yeah um, so, but I
1: thought the other yeah. thing you mentioned that I had totally forgotten was that mm-hmm. Michael Parks had played the one of the Renault brothers I had right. in my mind I just thought Walter had because we're not going to say his last name Walter Olkowitz uh, <laughs> I thought he had Olkowitz had played all three of the Renault brothers, so it was kind of a jog to my memory. I was like, oh yeah, that's right, Michael Parks. I knew he was on Twin Peaks and I'd forgotten about it.
0: Yeah, that's so funny because he's so different than when you see him in other roles that he's played. Plus, you know, because of just the amount of time that has elapsed since we've seen Michael Parks as uh, Jean Reno, uh, that Mm -hmm. I completely forgot until I looked it up and I was like, oh, shit, why am I so dense? Right.
1: I mean, he just passed away a couple months ago and we talked about it on the show. And I think we even mentioned that he was on Twin Peaks and I just totally forgot who he played and what he did. So that was a, Mm a nice little reminder Right. Well, we're already into the Twin Peaks stuff here. So.
0: Well, I know, but we're we're talking about last week's episode of Twin Peaks, you know, just kind of right. clarifying things and stuff. And uh yeah, so yeah, I'm glad I inserted that little bit to show that you were quite correct about uh well, this being a completely different renault brother or relative of, of some sort
1: right and yeah. thank you for doing that but i think you know also the thing that's kind of interesting is that uh-huh. you know uh they're they're using him as a fourth character
0: <sighs> Mm-hmm. i know
1: i mean just another kind of a lynch thing where it's like oh this is really cool they put him they just put him in there give him another name and and right that's just what lynch does you know
0: yeah i mean For all
1: we know, he's
0: like a twin brother of Jacques.
1: Right, yeah. Is he he the twin brother or the cousin
0: or the (laughs) uncle or nephew? Because he looks exactly like him. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he does. Look, he looks exactly like him. Well, it's funny. 25 do, years You know, yeah. he doesn't look that much. I mean, he's got the gray beard, the graying beard, but he doesn't mm-hmm. really look that much older than the character he played 25 years ago. He could definitely be the older brother, but he could also be the uncle or the nephew or something else, oh, too. Oh, I
0: know. Well, you know what they say, fat don't crack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, then I I guess I won't crack
0: <laughs> He has Well, he, has, he had no wrinkles whatsoever He had a smooth right, face yeah. As if he were yeah. 45 years old
1: Right? Uh-huh. See, some people inject Botox into their face But I just keep eating And those wrinkles <laughs> go away <laughs> Another hamburger, oh. one less wrinkle <laughs> Well, plus
0: Plus all that all that grease helps keep the skin moisturized as well, of the hamburger. Indeed, yes. Indeed,
1: and you get it on your fingers, and then you kind of wipe your face. <laughs> you and
0: wipe your face with the hamburger. <laughs> I'm well. telling
1: you, my hands look like you know a baby's hands. Oh. They're so from holding all those greasy burgers and oh. pizza and ice cream. And
0: I thought that's from all the lubricant you
1: used. Oh, ah, uh, the social lubricant. <laughs> yes, there you go. Okay. <laughs> So, hey, here's, uh, another, here's oh, a funny shit. thing that happened. Uh-huh. So, you know, I created a little meme that was just like an episode guide of when we talked about different Twin Peaks episodes. Yes, Did I thought those were that? awesome. That, yeah. Like, was, yeah, it was kind of cool. I was like, ah, why not do that? And so then I was so I created the meme and then I was saving it and I was naming it and I was like, hmm, well, it's the twi- it's about Twin Peaks and a slippery slope. So it was like A-S-S for a slippery slope. I realized our initials <laughs> spell A. <laughs> And then it was.
0: You just now snapped to that?
1: (laughs) I did. Okay. So, and then it was Twin Peaks. So it was ASS Space TP. (laughs) <laughs> that's the official name of that oh, meme oh that's awesome <laughs>
0: that is <laughs> that's amazing that's wonderful
1: <laughs> okay yeah wow. i just i yeah, made no. myself laugh but yeah i yeah. hadn't snapped at a slippery slope what do they call that when you use initials that it was a uh, yeah an ass right um, a- um <laughs> acronym 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 yes <laughs> yeah Yay.
0: here i'll cut out yeah. all our hemming hemming and hawing out and uh
1: just yeah cut just straight show to acronym. acronym right in there mm-hmm. yeah yes dun, 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 dun. acronym <laughs> yes oh man oh, well yeah. hey did you have other things mm-hmm. you wanted to talk about before we because j- uh, I-, I will tell you this okay uh, um before episode eight aired i went back and watched the very last episode of twin peaks Good um, from season two. And then I also yes. just happened to watch Lost Highway this week oh good I hadn't seen it for a long time I didn't realize how long it had been since I saw it it's mm-hmm. so really I didn't even remember that Patricia Arquette was in it I was like oh my god Patricia Arquette is in it wow. since so she's nude all the fucking time in that movie <laughs> she takes clothes off about five times
0: dang but, yeah I, um, I, I vaguely remember that and I can't even remember what the context was, was oh he was uh, she was uh, Mr. Eddie's girl wasn't he? wasn't she?
1: Well, she's mar- at the beginning, she's married to Bill Pullman. She's his wife, and he oh. kills her, and that's why he goes to prison. But okay. then when she comes back, when it's Balthazar Getty, mm-hmm. she's Mr. Eddie's girl or whatever. Yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So she gets naked with Pullman. She gets naked with Mr. Eddie. Ugh. She gets naked with Balthazar Getty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, man.
1: Yeah. she's she's, yeah i love patricia arquette and she looks great oh yeah naked in this movie of course but i just didn't realize (laughs) she got naked that much yeah um and and yeah the other thing in lost highway is there are red curtains just like in the red room Ooh, Mm -hmm. and um and then uh I didn't realize this either. There's a scene where Bill Pullman and and Patricia Arquette are in bed. Mm-hmm. And I think it's after he's having trouble or having an orgasm when they're having sex. But I, it, it could be at a different point. But he looks over at her at one point and then looks and then the camera's on him. And then he looks back at her and it's freaking Robert Blake in a wig. I just thought it was some old lady when I saw it the first time, but it's actually Robert it's actually Robert Blake in a wig a black wig like she kinda like her hairstyle. Wow. And I'm like, what the fuck is that about?
0: (laughs) That sounds like Uh, a great drinking game with (laughs) flashcards. Old lady or Robert Blake in a wig?
1: (laughs) <laughs> and if you guess wrong, yes. well, you drink. Yeah. <laughs> that could be it.
0: Yes. And if you take too long well, uh, uh examining the photo, you have to drink also. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from.
1: Well, it it's so funny cuz it's just a flash. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. a, it goes that fast. Oh, um like, but it uh, yeah. when I looked at it, I was like, "Oh my god, it, you know, I had to go back and freeze frame uh, and it's like, "Yep, that's Robert Blake in a wig." Right.
0: So that's one of the things if you saw it at the theater, if you blinked you missed it.
1: Yeah, I think so. That right. yeah, back okay. in the day when it was you saw it in a theater sure. or on cable. Yeah, um, nowadays these...
0: with with rewind and pause and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, you can go back. That's like there's a scene where Bill Pullman is, you know, if someone keeps sending them videotapes. Mm-hmm. And then there's a scene where they send Bill Pullman a videotape where he's killed and slightly and somewhat dismembered Patricia Arquette. And it's all in black and white, except it flashes for color for just a second. Ooh. And when you pause it on the, the flash where it's in color, mm-hmm. the, the it's obviously a mannequin. I mean, it's obviously not. Oh, of course, it's not yeah. going to be, but it looks really fake. Oh, but of course, yeah. before freeze frame, right. you, know, you didn't have time to really see that. It was shocking. Hell yeah! Yeah, it's yeah. An, it was interesting. I'm, I'm I totally sure. yeah. forgot. I totally <laughs> forgot that. Uh, you know, when you mentioned um, uh, the guy who played Mister Eddie, Robert yeah. Loggia, yes, was in it. <laughs> I, I had totally forgotten all about that and that crazy fucking scene where he's has road rage and just, oh yeah, this Isn't means that nothing. Crazy, <laughs> it, it's weird. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it was strange. So it's like uh, the characters of Red. And of Richard Horn our amalgams are amalgams, or 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 if you took Robert Loggia and you split him into two parts, <laughs> you've got Richard Horn is the road rage version of uh, Robert Loggia, and um, <laughs> the character of Red played by uh, Balthazar Getty. Balthazar, yeah, is the other the other portion where he's making crazy movements and saying weird shit.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. It's. It's interesting because that movie Mm -hmm. is really kind of very similar in that when you think about it and watch it and kind of think about it, it it seems to be what's going on is that whoever Robert Blake is, he's kind of like Bob. Yeah. And he's kind of pulling the strings and uh, going into the body of Bill Pullman and and changing it to Balthazar Getty. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's very similar in theme and tone. Yeah. And, you know. Time kind of fluctuates and and um, it's just yeah, it was really interesting wow. cool. Now you make me want to watch lost Highway again <laughs> but, It's it's hey, it's a good movie it actually a great is movie. it's yeah. very it's very peaksian and so if you like mm-hmm. Twin Peaks um you would definitely like it.
0: Right, because it's
1: you know I know you do, but I mean the yeah. the audience. No, I know
0: the the our our dear uh, listeners out there. Um,
1: yeah, dear uh, listener.
0: Lost Lost Highway is is very dense in the sense that the on first viewing you come away going,
1: what the fuck was that? Right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have to kind yeah. of yeah, knowing knowing uh, what it was about. Although I had forgotten a lot of things that happened in it, but just just kind of knowing what it was about and then knowing Lynch's body of work really mm-hmm. helps when you watch it I think.
0: Absolutely. So, oh um, it, yeah. Okay. Getting off of that and going back to our last podcast, uh mm-hmm. we were talking about uh the Nez Perce Indians. Uh-huh. And uh yeah, it is Nez Perce, I think we I think uh, I think we already we already came to that conclusion by by the end of well, that conversation. Yeah.
1: Um when I was a kid we said ne- Nez Pierce Right, but I think uh, somewhere along the line, I, I learned it was Nez purse, but okay. I got so used to saying Nez Pierce that I kind of forgot. <laughs> right.
0: So last episode we were both kind of wrong. Uh, yeah, I was saying Nez, right. I was saying Nez per se, and you were saying Nez Pierce, and so it's Nez purse, like a woman's purse, but spelled differently with a e instead of a u. That's just clarification for our listeners out there, just in case they were confused about the Nez Perce Indians.
1: Which I think, too, I looked a little bit on Wikipedia, but I didn't read a whole lot. But I think they're kind of – weren't they somewhat native to the that area of the Pacific Northwest?
0: I assume because – Yeah, if Hawk is a Nez Perce Indian, then I, I guess that's the case.
1: Right. Because I think – I also I just don't remember, you know, in Iowa, we had a lot of well in the town I grew up is named after an Indian. So we had a lot of Native American, especially in the 70s. We had a lot of Native American things that we studied and talked about. And and I remember the the Nez Perce coming up in conversations and in, you know, in teaching and stuff. But I Mm -hmm. I really honestly just don't remember anything about them. I mean, I think at one point we learned about all the major Indian tribes in the U.S. Oh, wow. Okay. um, The Native American tribes, but... um,
0: I don't recall us ever studying anything like that. Maybe what, maybe the ones that were kind of local to Texas, like the, I think the Tonkawa and the Karankawa Indians, but that's about Hmm. it as far as i remember
1: yeah that's yeah i think we got into some of it because of we did definitely study the the tr- the tribes that were um native t- to iowa but i don't remember i don't even remember wh- which ones they were and you know the guy that the town the indian chief that the town i grew up in is named after mm-hmm. was kind of an interesting guy he he uh his mother was a half-breed so he tried he created something called the Half Breed Track, where they put a lot of half breed Indians. Hmm. Um, back in the day when they were kind of moving Indians into reservations, and his, uh, and his, uh, uh, his tri- his tribe wanted to go to war with the, either another another tribe or the white man. I can't remember which it was. Hmm. And he gave this impassioned speech, basically saying, "I will I will take us to war, but you you have to understand that if we go to war." we should kill all the women and children first because we don't want to leave them to whoever comes along to kill them and rape them basically is what he said so he said as soon as you guys are ready to 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 kill all the women and children i will i will lead you into battle and of course they didn't go (laughs) into battle but he was kind of a tried to be kind of a peacemaker and, and a realist
0: that's very diplomatic of him and and cunning yeah as a diplomat yes
1: yeah Wow. Yeah, that's cool. But I can't even remember what tribe to be what tribe that was that he was the chief of. Are you
0: talking about Chief Keokuk?
1: I am talking about Chief Keokuk, Yes. Wow.
0: Okay. See, I didn't <laughs> realize that Kiakuk was named after a person. I thought it was named after a, an obscure tribe. So that that's cool. Good information. All right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's an interesting character. My aunt, one of my aunts who's passed away now, my one of it's like my dad's brother's wife actually mm-hmm. wrote a book about the history of Keokuk that was like a paperback that we got a copy of when I was a kid and mm-hmm. full of interesting information. It was a really cool little book to have awesome. if you were from Keokuk. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I want that book. <laughs> I want it now.
1: <laughs> I actually – it's called Keokuk. The way we were. Um No I actually no. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No I, I, It is. Yeah. Came out in about seventy four. Uh, yeah. Well um, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I actually have a copy that I stole from my mom. And then uh, mm-hmm. um I didn't I didn't want and then my sister was like, Can I borrow that sometime? And I'm like, Yeah, I'll bring it so you can look so you can have it. And uh, I was like, I really don't want to give it up. So I got online and bought another copy to give to my sister. Because <laughs> I was like, I like having a copy of this. Cool. I, was, I think I paid like 15 bucks for a copy of it.
0: Nice. Did you know Barbara Streisand yeah. was uh, an Indian?
1: She's a Native American?
0: Sure. Her <laughs> her, her father was nervous elk. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure I even get that. What the fuck are you I don't talking know. about?
0: Isn't that in a a, <laughs> a movie Paul Lynn plays an Indian chief? And his, his name is Nervous <laughs> Nervous Alk.
1: Alk. <laughs> I'm sure no. he is. Okay. Oh my god. All right. Uh, now I need to know what movie that is. Um.
0: God, it's a western. Uh, oh, is that in? Um, isn't that in Blazing Saddles? Epi- no, oh, is it? It could uh, very maybe, or it could be. Was it
1: an episode of F Troop? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and by the way, Barbara, Barbara Streisand was not not Native American.
1: Uh, yeah, thanks for clearing that. Okay, she's. <laughs>
0: I was just I was just oh. gun, gunning for that uh, punchline, the nervous elk punchline. I don't even know what that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Grasping for humor.
1: Well, it's it's funny. Yeah, you, you're no Paul Lin, but no, you, I got... you do Charles Nelson Riley much better. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, Sammy. Oh, Sammy. <laughs> um. Hey, that's, that's a good... that's all I can do. That's
0: a good Paul Lin. As close as I can get. Yeah, Thank that's you. good. That's good. <laughs> Hey. Great.
1: Mm-hmm. So, getting back to peaks, mm-hmm. if you're if you're ready to. Sure. Yes. Um are we going to You know, well, this oh. is this is also kind of uh, you know, I watched the last episode of the series from TV. Oh, right. And um this kind of relates to the last episode we talked about too because one of the reasons I wanted to watch it was we talked about the thing where they said Audrey was in the hospital. Yes. Uh, uh doctor um Warren Frost. What's his character's name? Dr. Oh, my God. (laughs) Dr. Hayward. Yes, Dr. Hayward. Dr. Hayward says something about the last time he saw Cooper was when Audrey was in intensive care due to that nasty bank business. Right. And, and you know, you enlighten me to what that was. But I was like, I, mm-hmm. I kind of want to watch that again because I totally forgot that. So I did see all of that where she's at the bank. She she and there's the old guy who runs the safety deposit box area. Right. It's like fucking <laughs> Tim Conway shuffling around <laughs> getting keys and shit. And it's just like, oh, Lynch just thinks this is so Lynch must lose his shit Yeah. He sees Tim Conway doing the old man shuffling around. That must be like the funniest <laughs> fucking thing he ever saw in his life. I, he must shit his pants when he sees those skits. Yeah,
0: yes. Um, I liked it when. Anyway, um, I liked it when Andrew showed up at the uh, the bank. The old man goes,
1: "You, you." Oh, <laughs> well, that's right. Because everybody thought he was dead, and then he comes back. Right. And well, that was the other thing when they when the when the when he opens the safe deposit box mm-hmm. there's dynamite in there and then there's a note that says something like um oh i can't even, it says something like gotcha
0: right something like a- that a- yes a-
1: mm-hmm. got, gotcha thomas mm-hmm. uh and, and it explodes, and at some point they talk about where uh, Andrew's nemesis is Thomas Eckert, and I thought, oh, right. Ashley Judd's husband is named Thomas. Maybe that's who that is, but Ashley Ooh, Judd's Tom. Mm-hmm. Ne- is tom but their last name is listed as i want to say pierce right it's not eckhart isn't their last name unless they changed their name at some point to hide out but i don't i thought maybe that was who that was going to be like her husband was at one time andrew packard's nemesis but i don't i don't think that's what it's going to be
0: Mm -hmm. probably not yeah because thomas eckhart would be you know the same age as you know andrew packard really old and right probably dead but by that, now or maybe he that, was already
1: that guy maybe, maybe that guy was in a wheelchair and looked pretty damn old
0: yeah but he looked you know he looked old from sickness it's like he could have been right he could have been 50 but just you know beaten down by disease right from yeah. the looks of yeah. him you know he wasn't it was just yes um Probably you know chemotherapy lost his hair and then just you know gray skin just from the poison that is chemo.
1: Right. Uh, I mean that's true. Yeah, yeah. that could be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I definitely don't think it's they're they're one in the same. Right. And speaking of one in the same,
0: one was, in uh, the same. Okay.
1: That's the <laughs> scene where the giant is sitting with the the man from another place, mm-hmm. uh, and. And they, one of them says they. Cooper's looking at them, and and one of them says one and the same, as if they're the same entity.
0: Uh, I yeah, I always thought yeah the the old man wearing the tuxedo and and red bow tie and the giant wearing the you know white shirt and red bow tie were one and the same. What, what old man? Remember the old man? Coffee,
1: coffee. Oh, that guy. That guy. Yeah. That oh. Guy. <laughs> Yeah, well, I thought they meant the giant and the man from another place were one and the same. Maybe what they're saying is they're all the same entity.
0: Well, that's very likely, yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah. And then at one point, the man from another place says to Cooper, the next time you, when you see me again, it won't be me, which I thought was creepy and
0: prophetic. (laughs) Hey.
1: Like, wow.
0: That worked out real good then. Yeah, worked out
1: great for Lynch.
0: Sure. It was an electric tree brain. Evolution of the arm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, crazy.
0: Yeah. Very. But uh, yeah, to, I'm glad you brought that up though. That's that's a that's an interesting Yeah. It's funny how that turned out. Exactly. Hmm. Cool.
1: Then there was other interesting things like, and and it made me want to go back and watch more of season two. Maybe eventually I will, but there's a scene where, um, yeah, there's a scene where, um, Don S. Davis, major Briggs is at the uh, double R diner with his wife and Mm -hmm. they're just happy and, and canoodling in a little booth and kissing and they just seem really happy. And Mm -hmm. Bobby's there with, with um Shelley, and they're watching them and kind of smiling and holding hands themselves and I think Leo at this point is in a in a he's like in a not in a coma but he's completely mentally incapacitated and so Bobby and Shelley are able to be more open in public mm, with their mm-hmm. canoodling
0: okay was but, was Leo I, maybe being held captive by Wyndham Earl at that point
1: he might have been by that point, Hold, yeah. Yeah,
0: holding up a a box of tarantulas with his teeth.
1: Is that what he's doing? Yeah. I can't remember. I think you're I think you're right. I think at a certain right. point Wyndham Earl gets a yeah. Leo and Yeah, Leo becomes doing something you know,
0: Wyndham Earl's Toady, you know, doing his bidding.
1: Right. Mm, i have to- forgotten that, yeah.
0: Right, but you, I remember you so, said you hated the whole Wyndham Earl storyline so much I, that I,
1: you I, plotted I, it out I, yeah. of your mind. I, yeah, I did. I hate that character. Um, but what's interesting on that scene, w- while that ap- while that's happening, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Jacoby comes into the double R and he's got um, Laura Palmer's mom with him. Yeah. And he says to, and they sit down at the booth. Right. And, and Jacoby says uh, um, she has a message for you. Uh huh. And and. <laughs> Laura Palmer's mom speaks in this weird, weird voice and says, I'm in the Black Lodge (laughs) with Dale Cooper. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm in the Black Lodge with Agent Cooper.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Horrible. Yeah. It was really weird. weird. Mm -hmm. Just all that weird stuff. Um, And then, yeah, of course, you know, that episode ends with another – 20 minutes in the in the red curtain rooms where weird stuff happens the doppelganger is born Mm -hmm. Leland is there all smiley and says I didn't kill anyone Mm -hmm. um oh and then, then yeah Windham Earl is
0: there with uh uh Annie and yeah and then Windham Earl says he's gonna take Dale's soul and then Bob shows up and he goes he can't have your soul
1: I <laughs> will take you. Yes.
0: And then a flame <laughs> shoots out of Winter Merle's head.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and
0: then it pops back down. With weird, it's, weird shit.
1: So weird. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it's right after, soon after that, the doppelganger is born, or uh, suddenly appears. And um, right. And then at some point, Cooper sees, Cooper sees Annie, and then he thinks she's Caroline for a second. Yeah, Which there's something about is That's is right. Caroline Wyndham Earle's wife, and Cooper's had an affair with her.
0: Yes, it was like Wyndham Earle was in a relationship with Caroline, and then somehow Dale and her hooked up. And yeah, I don't
1: know Got together. yeah, and she ends up dead somehow. I think if Wyndham Earl yeah. kills her, maybe or something.
0: Yeah, I believe so. Because um, yeah, I'm
1: because
0: I'm grasping <laughs> at tenuous memories right now. But yeah me yes, too that, i mean i think you sounds, know that sounds accurate though
1: i think uh-huh. i know things and then i find out i'm not always right <laughs> even uh-huh. though i always act like i am right um
0: but i think the but whole,
1: then in yeah, the
0: whole caroline thing is what you know was part of what made Wyndham earl turn bad right because you know, he was an I, fbi I, agent I, and then something you know and he and dale were probably the best of friends but then that was the wedge that Got driven between them and...
1: uh, Right. There was some kind of falling out between them mm -hmm. because of that. And then I think think Caroline gets killed and they all think it's Wyndham Earl. Maybe they know. And then he disappears and goes into hiding and doesn't Mm -hmm. show up again until in Twin Peaks. It's interesting that Wyndham Earl isn't mentioned at all in the new series or, you know, I wonder if he'll show up at a certain point. I don't even know who played that character and if that person is still alive. I,
0: I, I'm pretty sure that he's still alive, and I thought that he was going to be in the new series, somewhere somehow. Hmm. Of course, the last time we saw him, he was in the Black Lodge getting his soul stealing stolen. So
1: right, <laughs> with his yeah. head on fire, baby. <laughs> yeah, well, ma-
0: exactly. Maybe he makes his reappearance in the black lodge only.
1: Right, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just seems like he's so integral to, to Cooper's story mm-hmm. that he would have to show up at some point somewhere, but y- you know, Lynch does what Lynch does, so <laughs> we'll yeah. see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I remember seeing that he was listed in the cast and so how they managed to stick him back into the story. Yeah, I'll be I'll be curious to see how that happens.
1: Yeah, me too. Mhm. Um so anyway shall we shall we just segue right into episode eight?
0: I think we should
1: I think yes. we're at that point now.
0: episode 8 also known as the what the
1: fuck episode. All right, I'm just going to I'm just going to lay it out here right now. All right, let's go. I, I wasn't a big I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of that episode. <laughs> People are losing their shit over this episode. I didn't think it was that great. Okay, th- this <laughs> this
0: episode was so different from any episode we've ever seen before. It's s- so much more visual than verbal i mean probably more than half of it is no dialogue whatsoever probably three quarters of it is no dialogue whatsoever right yeah and just imagery and yeah it's like what what the fuck is going on and what are we seeing here um but i guess the only way maybe we can kind of dissect it is just just to go through it man
1: yeah Um, let's 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 just start at the beginning with Ray and and um, Bad Cooper in the car.
0: Right, they're they're driving in the car, and uh, Cooper has his I don't know. He's got the most smartphone of all smartphones in the world, and he says <laughs> we've got three tracking devices on the car or something like that.
1: <laughs> And, right,
0: and he says, "Pull it behind that truck." And so he he types into his phone D E G W W I I, and uh, all of a sudden D E G. Yeah. Wow. Now I heard somebody say that that was the license plate of the truck in front of them, and I'm not sure. I'd have to rewatch to. Uh, to see that, um, I, mm-hmm. I got
1: that impression too. But all of a sudden, it occurs to me, you know, WWII, World War Two, which right. is definitely mm-hmm. where this episode heads towards. <laughs> no
0: shit! Exactly. So
1: interesting. I didn't
0: snap to that until yeah, a little bit after I had typed up you know some notes about it and stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. so what? Okay, first off, before we go beyond that, I'm I'm wondering how do you how do you transfer tracking devices that are on your vehicle to another vehicle by just right, typing exactly. in a license plate number. Typing I don't in
1: the license plate understand number. Understand
0: yeah. what that? How that?
1: <laughs> and then throwing your phone away. Right. Yeah, that, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't get that part.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't even write any notes about it. I kind of forgot about it because again, it just seemed pointless. Okay, I was like, whatever. Okay, let's get on. Here. Let's, right. Let's. Anyway, so yeah.
0: The, so they keep driving, and then uh, Ray is kind of talking about it. Hey, it's sure is funny that we ended up in the same prison. You know, I didn't expect to get caught or whatever and right, you know right. he's he's kind of being deceptive here because we we all know what was going on behind the scenes and so does uh, the doppelganger uh, bad cooper know that ray was right. up to no good beforehand because of his association with daria and philip planning to right. end him so anyway bad cooper is saying you have something that i want and of course, right. Ray says, "Yep, I've got all the numbers memorized right in here. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and I'd sure like to give it to you, but uh, he wants he wants some money for it. Ray wants quite right. a lot of money, and uh, so they keep driving. And they uh, Cooper tells uh, Ray pull off on this side road here. So then Ray says he wants to stop for a piss." And so they well, stop and for, I just uh, want
1: to m- mention before that something that mm-hmm. occurred to me when I was watching the scene, they're driving through the woods on a gravel road. It's in the country mm-hmm. and it's dark. And so that there's just I just realized or it just kind of evolved in my mind that there's a lot of scenes in Twin Peaks, the movies, the series. And of course, this, this uh-huh. series as well, or this season, whatever you want to call it, where uh-huh. they're in the woods and there's a bright light shining on the woods and you travel through the woods and you only see where the light shines Mm -hmm. and it it just gets creep more creepy every time i see it that (laughs) you know yeah there's a scene in fire walk with me where bobby and laura are out in the woods and he has this flashlight that must be Mm -hmm. powered by a freaking 10 d-cell batteries or something because it's (laughs) it's incredibly bright right but it just looks so cool Mm -hmm. and and You know, I, I, I was thinking as they were driving and the lights were flashing and it went, of course, it always goes on for a few seconds when Lynch does that. It it goes on longer than you expect it to. And I was like, yeah, here, yeah, here we are in the woods where we can only see a millisecond into the future. Mm -hmm. You know, we, you just. You know, it's that you can see right in front of you, and then you have no idea what else is out there, and that's right. super creepy. And and Lynch has used it a lot of times, and it's it's good every. Time. It's creepy every time.
0: Right. It's 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 a definite sense of claustrophobia because you're only seeing that narrow. Gap and you know, the the, the the scenery starts to close in, and you know, trees right yeah. closing in, and, and, and your field of view is yeah, very, yeah. very limited.
1: Yeah, claustrophobia and uncertainty, and mm-hmm. and you know, um, that just not knowing what's going to happen next, anything could happen, right? It's really a great, great device that he uses, mm-hmm. anyway.
0: So, anyway, Ray uses the uh, the ruse of saying that he needs to take a piss. Well, maybe he needs to take a piss, but he's got other other things going on. He's got a plot going on, apparently. So they pull off to the side of the road, and Ray's taking a piss, and Bad Cooper gets out of the car, and he pulls a gun on Ray, and he tells him, and he, again, he says, Ray, I need those numbers. and uh, <laughs> And then Ray pulls his gun, and, of course... Cooper's gun has no bullets. Oh, well, it has bullets, right. but they're dummy bullets. So somehow, apparently, Ray yeah. and more than likely the warden of the prison conspired to put dummy bullets in the gun in the glove compartment of the rental car.
1: Yeah. Ray says, tricked you, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Good. and then it shoots him. Yes. And then it shoots bad Cooper. Yeah, multiple so, times. Yeah. And so it was uh, interesting because, of course, mm-hmm. we don't expect that to happen because Cooper's so good at be, having the upper hand that, right. or bad Cooper, the doppelganger that you, yeah. I didn't, you don't you don't think that's what's going to happen, and of course it is. But then no yeah. one could expect what happens after that.
0: Oh my God! What the hell? So Cooper <laughs> hits the ground, and then <laughs> I wrote, "Ghostly bums begin to dance a little jig."
1: <laughs> I said an ethereal army of homeless men come out and do some sort of dance. <laughs> yes. Now,
0: it turns out, and I, I'm assuming this is correct, that uh, these this group of men are to later be known as the uh, woodsmen. But uh, we don't know that right now. Yes.
1: (laughs) Right. They come up until the uh, until the credits. Yeah.
0: Right. Exactly. And then. Yeah. But then much later on, there's a there's one singular woodsman who is super evil but anyway that's yes. getting way ahead of ourselves here so
1: well, well i also i also uh, wanted to uh, mention you know a lot of people have said the woodsmen w- were something new mm-hmm. or we had you know but if you remember there's a scene where matthew Lillard i think it's a scene where matthew lillard is in jail and mm-hmm. they pan over to one of the other sal- cells. cells oh, yeah and right. one of them is there and yeah. I thought it was supposed to be some kind of genie, but it's not a genie <laughs> it's whatever whatever the woodsmen are, and then he kind of either floats up or disappears or something so yeah, we I'm, I'm we've glad. seen one of them before mm-hmm. but but who they are what- what they represent obvi- i mean they're obviously from the Black Lodge, I would think, but
0: maybe probably yes, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, so what do these um, woodsmen start doing? They start rubbing on the injured bad Cooper, start rubbing his his neck and rubbing blood all over his neck and rubbing his abdomen and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Very strange shit. And then, what the hell happens? Embryonic <laughs> Bob begins popping out of Cooper's thorax. What the fuck yeah. is going on here?
1: Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah bizarre shit Just weird oh it's very weird yeah because you're (laughs) also wondering is you know because we all consider bob i think the evil spirit that has possessed cooper to or the doppelganger to to make him do the things he does yes and so it's like are they exercising bob to come out of cooper or are they reviving bad cooper you you just don't know what the hell's going on right well
0: i guess as far as the reviving part, we find out later. But here's the question. If they're taking Bob out of Bad Cooper, what is he going to be like if he wakes up? Which we know he, he will right. later on. But is he going to end up being like um, uh, Good Cooper, just kind of stumbling around doing weird shit? And just repeating everything that everybody else says because he no longer has Bob
1: inside of him. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> or is he just is he now why now I remember that we see Bob come out and then and then uh Ray freaks out and leaves. Yes. And then Cooper kind of disappears. Or yeah, I... or the bad Cooper kind of disappears. He kind of
0: fades out, doesn't he? Yeah.
1: yeah. And then you don't see him again in this episode, do you?
0: Uh, you do. Right after the uh, Nine Inch Nails song, there's just oh. like there's like a, a thirty second scene. Oh, that's right. Of uh, yes, Bad Cooper yes, sitting that's up. Right. Okay, I've let the cat out right. of the bag, and I've gotten way ahead of myself. But yeah, know, but it happened. All right. Uh, right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. So anyway, so Ray has taken off and he's driving in a car and he is scared. And so he makes a phone call and he says, Philip, it's Ray. And I assume he's talking to Philip Jeffries.
1: Right. It's the assumption. Yeah. OK.
0: And he's like, uh, 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 what would he say? I shot him. I think he's dead, but he got help. I think he says something like well i'll 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 just get him later or something i can't remember he says um, exact words. he
1: says i said something about cooper may have had some kind of help i saw something that mm-hmm. may be the key to this whole thing yeah i told cooper where i'm going so if he comes there i'll get him
0: there you go okay cool thank goodness so, you, yeah thank goodness you got the exact quote
1: well, that's pretty close. I may have paraphrased a little, but that's okay, pretty close so, to what he says. Pretty close, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but who sees what, what Ray saw and then is like, Cooper had some kind of help? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't— <laughs> Really? <yeah. laughs> that's really not what happened,
0: that's, man? <laughs> yeah, n- well, no, I mean— I. <laughs> Anybody who would come away from seeing what he saw and saying that, yeah. Of course, I guess yeah, he didn't want to say what he really saw because he would think Philip yeah. would think that he was out of his freaking mind.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, who knows what you would think if you saw all that crazy shit going on, but right. uh, yeah. yeah. so I mean, that's
0: I mean, that's completely outside the realm of anything that anybody's ever seen, so <laughs> I can imagine—
1: <laughs> Being a little
0: unsure of what you actually saw. So, yeah, that's true. So, are we done with that scene?
1: Yep. Okay. Then we cut to the... The to Roadhouse. the Bang Bang Club. Yeah, the Roadhouse. Yeah, now, are
0: the Roadhouse and the Bang Bang Bar yeah. the same place, or are they different <laughs> that's places?
1: That's what I was thinking. Because are they two different places?
0: Yeah, because it had a completely different feel to it as the bang bang bar and you know and then they had this right this real creepy announcer introduce nine inch nails also
1: well so when when um mm-hmm. when they did the scene in the last episode where it's the guy sweeping up right. and jean-michel is on the phone mm-hmm. is that supposed to be the roadhouse
0: well i mean i guess you i know, can't I remember
1: can... what the establishing shot said
0: well i I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was the Bang Bang Bar that they were that that scene was where the guy was sweeping up. But then Jean Michel was talking about the Roadhouse, so maybe yeah, it's two, two different, different, different places. places yeah, because hmm. it seems like the Roadhouse is a more dark and sinister place, whereas the Bang Bang Bar is a more well lit, really hipster, cool kind of a place.
1: Right? Interesting.
0: Wow, yeah. yeah. I guess we'll Yeah. We should do some research on that.
1: Yeah. I know I, I, I know both of them were in the original I mean, I remember I think both of them being in the original series. Yes. But I just never snapped and I never put two I never took two and two apart and realized it was two separate places. That's interesting.
0: It might be or or maybe the bang bang bar is part of the roadhouse. I don't know. You, I, you yeah. Know, I guess I should have done more research. Nah, I just, guess we're
1: gonna have to do some, yeah. for episode nine. But yeah,
0: we will. That'll be our <laughs> that'll be our pre-show <laughs> discussion. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: right. So
0: <laughs> anyway, Nine Inch Nails plays and they do a song called "She's Gone Away," and uh,
1: mm-hmm. so what do you think of Nine Inch Nails? Um, I'll read you all the stuff I wrote because I think it's funny you, what I wrote. But oh, wow, okay, I, yeah.
0: 9 inch nails hmm i i don't know if it, all of their music is exactly like this song but i'm wondering how did they really get that famous um
1: i, <laughs> I don't, don't know that. i have not liked them from the beginning i've never been a big 9 inch nails fan not i always buy. Yeah, I've always found them boring and and derivative. And when and there was a time when Bowie loved them and was sucking their cock. Oh. And I I've just hmm. never you know they went on tour together and shit in the nineties. Oh, and okay. and Trent Trent Reznor uh, produced "I'm Afraid of Americans," or he he did some remixes of it, I think. And he and he I know he's in the video. He may have even directed the video for the for the "I'm Afraid of Americans," which okay. is a song I like. Mm-hmm. But right. I, you know, so I wrote uh nine inch nails. Trent Reznor has the same problem as Robert Smith. No one wants to see him do his shtick at sixty years old. The best he can hope the best he can hope for is to become a joke about himself like Alice Cooper did.
0: Oh wow, yeah. Re-
1: Reznor Reznor looks like a typical Freddie Mercury wannabe gay guy, like he spends his nights sucking off Depeche Mode fan sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind Whoa, of an asshole. Wow. <laughs> but yes. yeah, was I, very I actually fast-forwarded through the video. Uh, yeah, I fast-forwarded through it. I was like, yeah, I, I know what Nine Inch Nails is all about. And, and I think Lynch really I, likes him, too. I think Lynch is a fan, Okay. and I don't get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking when I saw him on stage, I was like, wow, that's, that's what would happen if uh, Glenn Danzig... And Lux Interior had a bastard child.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's nicer than what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I just, you know. Like like an amalgam. Yeah. Yeah, every you know, and when you watch Nine Inch Nails, you're going to think of 10 other bands and performers because right. they're derivative as shit in my opinion. Yeah. And and they just and they always have been, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, I mean, why would I listen to Nine Inch Nails when I could go listen to something like Alien Sex Fiend well, uh or some other band yeah. from the 80s that was that they that they kind of suckled off the teat of. Right. Um yeah, I just I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not my kind of music anyway. Yeah, I,
0: I mean, I, you know, think, I think that particular performance kind of set a tone for something. I, I'm not sure what it was setting the right. tone for.
1: <laughs> well, but I think they were trying to set the, the tone of darkness yeah. for all that comes after. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the interesting thing, too, was, or, or one of the interesting things, at least, was that it came towards the front of the episode and not at the end as we've become somewhat accustomed to. So so Lynch is definitely changing things up.
0: Right. I think that was an indicator right there that, hey, this is not going to be like other episodes. (laughs) And boy, he sure did deliver on that promise. Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. indeed it
1: did. Yeah.
0: All right. So, So, So then right after the Nine Inch Nails performance, we're back to where Cooper was shot. And he sits up like a man... Struck by lightning, and that's the entire scene. And at that scene. point, does
1: he have uh-huh. any blood on him or anything, did you notice? Uh, I just wrote, Cooper wakes up, but I didn't remember if he, he looked like he was not injured.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look like he had, you know, blood smeared all over him anymore, so. Right. Something happened when he faded out and faded back in, so.
1: Right, yeah. yeah be interesting to see what happens the next time we see Cooper or one of the versions of Cooper that's out there to try and figure out who's who and what's what
0: yeah, exactly, yeah there was no no explanation or anything beyond that other than him sitting up, so then, yeah. <laughs> We cut to. And then it begins. Yes, July sixteenth, nineteen forty-five, White Sands, <laughs> New Mexico.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> News on the march. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yes. Well, it was. It's and it's all. It was interesting in black and white from here on out.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I didn't think about that. You're right. It's at that point it becomes all black and white. Yeah. And um, you know, watching it. I I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. when I was watching it. I was interested in it when I was watching it. It, it does get boring at times, um, but there's also some interesting stuff that happens. Yes. I just think overall this episode was t- too weird. I mean, they're really only establishing one thing in the, mm-hmm. in this 45 minutes or so of of the show. And, and, and you right. know, spoiler alert, that thing they're establishing is that Bob and the Black Lodge-type evil came out of the fact that we exploded a uh what is it the h bomb or the a bomb the first yeah atomic bomb
0: uh the uh, the first atomic bomb a, yeah it'd be a fission reaction uh bomb right uh the first nuclear yeah. bomb was tested there in white sands new mexico i guess it's project trinity uh, back in those days yes yeah, yeah. So, i don't even uh-huh.
1: that's sad that i know so little about I know basic stuff, but specific stuff, uh, yeah.
0: So it's, yes, it starts Um, off just this mushroom cloud in slow motion, you know, the typical mushroom cloud of a nuclear bomb going off, which is interesting because that's the backdrop of Gordon Cole's office is a big photograph of uh, the nuclear explosion. So it kind of finally makes sense. Why the hell would Gordon Cole have... In earlier episodes, I was wondering, why would Gordon Cole have a nuclear mushroom cloud, you know, as a backdrop of his office? Well, this kind of right. maybe clears that up in a way. And Right.
1: Uh, because if Gordon Cole is the most knowledgeable person, apparently, about the, you know, the Blue Rose cases and the Blue Rose cases right. seem to be cases that involve this this weird Uh, Evil spirit type stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Then apparently he may also know what we learned in this episode, and that is supposedly this weird evil black lodge type stuff started with that bomb. Right. Exactly. And of course the
0: the soundtrack of uh, this whole nuclear explosion in slow motion thing was the let's call the Threnody for the Victims of Hiroshima. Written by a Polish yeah. composer that I can't remember the name of. Maybe you have it written down.
1: Mm-hmm. Pendrecki.
0: Yes, Pindrecki. Yes.
1: Pindrecki's Threnody to the Victims of Hiroshima, I think is what it said. Right. Maybe it was yeah. for the victims. Threnody um, for the Victims of Hiroshima, yes. Um, which was really – I loved that piece of music. It was perfect. Oh, yeah. Um, and even the title of it, it's perfect, you know? hmm <laughs>
0: What happens next? I, I just wrote a bunch of notes down, just impressions, because that's all you get from this whole thing is just these visual impressions and shit. So let me let me just spew this out, and you know we we'll, we can continue from there. Okay. I just wrote. Then
1: I'll take my turn to yeah. do the same. Okay, okay, good. So I just wrote crazy <laughs> okay.
0: visual effects. Smoke, staticky pixels, electric bees, explosions, feeling of going down the stem of the mushroom cloud, flames, and then old gas station with smoke, jittery flashes of light inside, gray people walking, jittery, jumpy, focuses in and out, goes blurry freeze-framed floating humanoid vomits water and olives and bob in a bubble more cacophony explosions and shiny gold blob imagery resembling rushing red blood cells through an artery leading to ocean waves but then that's another scene. So
1: okay, so let me. That's all I got. So let me. We'll, yeah. Okay, let me go through what I wrote. I okay. So what? What really? Before I do that, real quick. What really bugged me was the mm-hmm. the building that they show that looks like an old gas station right. says convenience store on it, it and does. this is supposed to be night. 19- 1945 and I don't think they called them fucking convenience stores in 1945. I, don't I tried think to look so up either. stuff online. Uh-huh. Yeah, I tried to look online to see if the, if I could find anything that would tell me when that how that was that phrase was coined. I couldn't find anything, but I did find the first 7-Eleven didn't open till a year later, 1946. But Mm -hmm. even when I was a kid and we had places like that, of course, I'm in the Midwest in a small town, but I don't think I heard them called convenience stores till the late 80s, early 90s. So that that kind of distracted me and drove me fucking crazy because I just it felt false.
0: Yeah, it but was I, definitely. I what's what's something that's out of time and place? Um, um, an anachronism. Anachronism, yes, and that's yeah, that's exactly
1: scene. what that was, and it sucked you right out of the the scene because of it. Yeah, but what was interesting? I read online uh, mm. a couple days ago that somebody mentioned, and yeah. I'd forgotten this or or didn't put it together. Actually, I, 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 I there's a scene in Fire Walk with Me where the one armed man says, "We lived above a convenience store." I mean it like it sounds like it was and so I I don't know if that convenience store was a re- was a Linked to what the one arm man says there, in, in maybe, maybe in but a different time, or if it's because it was specifically said convenience store, and I'm like, why does it specifically right. say convenience store when it should say gas station or something? Right. So, but or any
0: general store at the very right, know, least, right, right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: something like that, yeah. Yeah. But strange. I wrote um convenience store, well miniature convenience store, well looks miniature <laughs> until you see people walking around outside of it Uh um uh, and then i talk about i wrote how i would didn't think they were called convenience store and then i wrote more lynchian art stuff the the yes the the in space i don't know what i meant by that but then i wrote it it it, figures figure gets sick like lynch's six men getting sick spitting goo that reminds one of the baby in a racer head and then bob flashes by references six men getting sick, a racer head and twin peaks all in one shot. <laughs> then yes. atomize good. Then atomize blood, then waves. Wow. We both had the blood yeah. thing going on, yeah.
0: yeah. Then, then waves, yeah. right? But
1: I but I thought, you know, that that scene you were talking about where it it's a, almost like a still shot and you're zooming down that long spike of stuff that um, It really reminded me of the way the baby looked in Eraserhead, that same kind of gelatinous goo with uh little things in it. And Mm -hmm. and, you know, which I don't know if that was his intent or not, but I was like, wow, he really, you know, kind of references like like we've said about his artwork in, you know, this digital art that he's doing in this series, Mm -hmm. very much evocative of the art he has done in his early days with short films and things so yeah. i found that interesting i got bored as well but i thought <laughs> it was interesting so
0: <laughs> no, it was it was visually Interesting, especially with the you know the musical accompaniment made it a kinetic art piece more than anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly, again, like we said, when there when okay. there was that scene where it's the woman, the the Asian woman who has uh, flesh over her eyes, mm-hmm. and and it's very glitchy. Her, her her and Cooper are in this room, and it's very glitchy. Yeah. And that certainly reminded us of of Lynch's early artistic work in short films Definitely. and i think that this did as well this was you, when you saw that scene you knew it was very easy to see that that was a, a something made by the same person that made six men getting sick mm-hmm. you know the, it's very it's very uh it's a it's like an homage to himself i mean it's very <laughs> yeah. much an evolution of his art yeah
0: mm-hmm. so yeah, brought anyway brought to the 21st century Yeah. 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 To the
1: digital age for sure. Yeah.
0: Right. So in the next scene, we go to the waves leading up to a rock outcrop with a metallic castle on top of it. Now, my first thing was, is this the same place that Cooper went to after he fell out of the Black Lodge? When he thought he the was actually going to... the woman... Uh-huh. Right. The place was where the, the woman... the place where the
1: woman with the Asian woman was?
0: Yeah, with the... With or was that a eye, different place? With, yeah, with her eyes covered over with skin or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. So, I'm assuming yeah. it, it looked like the same kind of place. That same... Industrial similar. feeling strange dark rooms. Then we see yeah. a I I wrote Dark Eye Makeup Lady in sequin dress listens to a distorted victrola. Then an alarm begins going off. The concerned giant shows up to eventually turn it off on dark hammered inverted electric metal cone. He leaves. <laughs> he leaves. Walks up staircase to old movie theater screen showing nuclear explosion and Bob bubble. Giant rises and floats. Eye makeup lady watches with amazement. Giant's head begins spouting gold fountain and gold ball. Eye makeup lady catches slow floating ball with Lara's face in it. Kisses it and releases it. It goes into saxophone shaped horn tube and is ejected into black and white earth on movie screen.
1: Okay. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> that is But a lot. let me let me let me go through what I wrote, which is, you know, of the same scene. OK, Um, I went I went uh, after the the scene with the atomized blood, mm-hmm. then waves, then a rock, then a mm-hmm. building, then a window, then a 40s black and white woman in a room. Odd bell shaped device mm-hmm. reminding me of some of the things we saw in Dune. Then she reminds us of the woman in the radiator in a racer head. For some reason she just kind of reminded me of that character. Hmm. Okay. I may, um mm. yeah, uh, there's 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 a gramophone, so we expect the giant to be there because he's with the gramophone at the beginning of the series or of the season. Ooh, uh he comes right. and he he yeah. comes and he Yeah. He comes and he turns off some sort of annoying alarm, then climbs the stairs in what looks like an old abandoned theater Mm -hmm. to a room with a screen and watches a thankfully condensed version of what we just saw. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He pauses on Bob, he -hmm. levitates. The woman walks to the screen. Giant has gold dust coming from his head, then a gold mm-hmm. bubble, which mm-hmm. comes down to the woman. Laura Palmer is in the bubble. She kisses Laura and lets the bubble float up into a dune-like device that shoots it to the earth or a film of the earth.
0: Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Very,
1: I, love, I love hearing odd. it from
0: our two different perspectives, which are very similar. I do too. I think- but I like the, de- the different details that you had in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. I think it's interesting when we do this. We've done this a couple times. This episode had so much artistic stuff in it. It really is interesting to see different viewpoints of what happened in that scene, um, which, of course, obviously open to interpretation which lynch loves to do right. and you know i i'm still not sure other than the fact that i think what we're finding here is that all of these things are related mm-hmm. all this evilness is related laura palmer and the the hiroshima and bob and all these things yeah have come to be because of that bomb exploding but if there's right. more to it than that that's going on there it's hard to figure out what it is
0: yeah it is weird I mean, I, is, is the alarm going off because finally, you know, the humans have uh, exploded a nuclear bomb? That's why the alarm is going off and why the right, giant is yeah. so concerned about that situation? So it's.
1: Um, yeah, that's a good point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, the alarm just was going off and I kept waiting for the giant to walk out from behind the thing. And sure enough, he did. And so I didn't even put any more thought into what that really meant though. Yeah. Yeah. Are they waiting for that? Are they sitting there waiting for that, for that moment because they know that's when things begin or Mm -hmm. what's going on? And, And
0: yeah. Why after that is then this gold Laura Palmer bubble sent down to the earth? Does that mean that they're sending goodness into the earth to help counteract the evil that's been unleashed and Lara palmer kind of represents goodness in a way i don't know
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which the other thing is, it's it's 1945. Laura mm-hmm. doesn't appear on Earth until if sh- she's probably right. born in 1970 ish. Yeah. So 1971 or two probably. But if you do, yeah. this, she's when Twin Peaks happens in 89, she's supposed to be like 17. Right. So yeah, w- w- they send her down to Earth. Yeah, there's. It's interesting because in Laura Palmer's secret diary, she talks about you know what is my purpose on life am i here to be to be Bob's plaything and you know she's she's hmm. trying to figure out of course the meaning of life like everyone does when they're young but yeah she's you know she she wonders sometimes if she was put there to be to be the, his victim so other people wouldn't get vic- other oh. women wouldn't get victimized and different things like, like that she's so,
0: the she's the sacrificial lamb to yeah. distract yeah. The evil that is Bob for a while. Oh man, right? I, I don't know. That's so yeah. much, so yeah, much I, to think about. My head is, my yeah. head is exploding here. I don't know what to. Th- Whoa. Okay. Wow.
1: Yeah, I don't uh-huh. know either. There's so it's certainly interesting that she uh-uh. appears at that moment in this in mm-hmm. this. Mm, storyline that's going on that she's somehow important to what's going on with this nuclear yeah. b- or atomic bomb and and the evil that's unleashed yeah
0: yeah well i th- i think <sighs> you know. that i think that place that the giant and the you know the 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 dress lady are in is is kind of a place that's outside of space and time and so right. just because they're seeing one thing on a screen that's happening in 1945 and Laura Palmer is being sent down to Earth, you know, in the, the 70s, you know, being born in the 70s, say uh, that, you know, that just because those right. those two events are separated by decades— In, you know, the giant's world there, you know, all time, you know, is is happening at at once, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. This is where they are is happening outside of what we call time. Yeah. Right. Possibly. Time is not linear
0: in the industrial inverted cone land.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes. Perhaps. Perhaps so. Sure, yes, you know. because <laughs> before long it's 1956. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Fast forward to 1956, <laughs>
0: New Mexico desert. And what's the first thing we see? An egg, and the egg cracks open, and some kind of a winged frog bug crawls out of this egg.
1: Yes. It, it's hard to tell how big it is until there's a scene later on where you can estimate its size, and it's it's a it's a for a bug, it's large. <laughs> yes,
0: it's perfectly mouth-sized. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> indeed it is. Did I it give away just something? About perfect. <laughs> just about per, like like many things, it's perfectly little girl's mouth size. <laughs> oh, oh! I went there. I went okay. there. Well,
0: speaking um, of anyway, s- speaking of mouth size, then we cut to a different gas station where a boy and a girl are walking home and they're talking and she finds a penny on the ground and it's heads up
1: it's good yeah. luck <laughs> if she
0: only knew no <laughs> no it's not right, good luck right right yeah
1: <laughs> yeah so this boy and girl, and of course, there's a little bit more with them mm-hmm. after a couple, after another scene. Right. Um. So I'll, maybe I'll wait till we get to that scene till I tell you my theory. Oh, okay.
0: So. Okay. That's cool. Okay. All right. So so then, right after that, we see what we, what I was earlier calling bums, but we know now yeah. are the woodsmen. They float down right. from the sky. Yep. And, then the homeless
1: uh, men fall to the desert.
0: Yeah. Okay. There you go. And then we see an old couple driving in a car get stopped by these bum woodsmen. And now we finally first see the head woodsman. And he comes to the window of the old couple and says,
1: Got a light? I was waiting for your (laughs) imitation. I knew you could do it way better than I ever could. Got a light? Got a light? Got a light? Oh, Oh, it started driving me crazy. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, how long is he going to say
0: that? Right, and then it (laughs) kind of goes into slow motion, and the lady is screaming, but it's going,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right?
0: And so the guy driving the car is horrified, and he hits the accelerator, and they speed off.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yes.
0: (laughs) So then they cut back to the boy and girl walking together, Romance brewing slowly, they kiss, <laughs> and she goes home, and then he walks away. so what do you, I
1: wrote, what do you yeah, got? okay, <laughs> um. Teen's walking. She asks him (laughs) something like, you live by the school, don't you? And he says he does. Hmm. He walks her home and he kisses her. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, then, you know, she walks into her house and he starts walking off. So in my mind, what I was trying to do with the whole timeline uh, of all of this was I thought, is this Leland? And uh, I can't remember what Laura Palmer's mom's name is, but is this Leland and Laura Palmer's mom? Moms when they're young people this mm. is how they met and 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 but if it's 1956 and laura's not bo- born till 70s they yeah. must have had a long engagement <laughs> it just doesn't work out time wise i don't yeah. think unless mm. unless for some reason they got together later or waited to have kids or whatever yeah but That's probably not what it was, but that—that's after all the stuff we had seen about Laura being part of this. Uh I thought maybe that's where this was going, but Hmm. I don't—I just don't know. I don't think that's what it's going to be, but that's—that's what I was thinking.
0: That's an interesting hypothesis, Lodger. So yeah, we'll—we'll find
1: out. Um, yeah, I'm sure we will find something out at some point.
0: Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe it's Dale Cooper's parents. Ooh, that's <laughs>
1: interesting. That's interesting. Yeah,
0: I don't know if we've hmm. ever he's ever mentioned anything about his parents. But, I uh, don't think he has. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, who? Because I I kept waiting to see if they called each other by name, and I they they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. we don't know their names, or we didn't see any other family members, or what town they were in for sure. Or although it certainly looks yeah. very much like um, oh. they're in New Mexico area. Yeah, I think it does. But really, it, they could yeah. be anywhere.
0: But it does say, I think it does say, 1956, New Mexico desert is uh, the okay. scene. The scene opens okay. up saying that. So, it's putting you in place okay. and time
1: okay, interesting, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah, because so then we're hmm. also to assume that the bomb went off in forty five and eleven years later, this bug is born, right, yeah. so yeah,,
0: hmm. interesting, the mouth, the mouth yeah. shaped bug. Mouth size bug. Gotta stop. (laughs) Gotta stop
1: (laughs) telegraphing.
0: Okay. Yes. So let's just. But it was interesting Uh because when you when you
1: see that bug, I guess we're talking Mm -hmm. about a little bit, right? You know, next to her. I didn't think the bug was that big when they showed it crawling on the desert. I just mm-hmm. thought it was kind of a bug-sized bug, but this bug is a damn ass big bug. Right?
0: So. It's the size. Yeah, it's the size of a pretty good-sized frog because it. Yeah, it yeah. looks like it's half frog and half winged yeah. bug of some kind because it's got of the some back crazy thing. Yeah, it's got the back legs of a frog, but all the rest of it seemed to be bug-like. Um, <laughs> but we can we can talk about that more. So, yeah, yeah. The very next scene, the woodsman starts walking toward the radio station. It's got a big uh, stereotypical radio station tower right next to it. And it's radio station KPJK, and the DJ is it KP or WP? It says KPJK. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's so funny.
0: Since we're west down WPJK. Yeah. We're since we're west of the Mississippi. West of the Mississippi. It's a K. It would be a K. Mm Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so the DJ begins playing the Platters song, "My Prayer." Okay, my prayer. (laughs) And so we see another
1: 50 song, which there was a 50s when I when I looked Uh when I when that happened, I went back and I looked at, you know, the two songs they played in. um, in the last episode, Green Onions, which is definitely from the early 60s, and then yeah. there was another song called, I think, Sleepwalker, Sleepwalker, mm-hmm. uh, which also was from 1960, 61. So I thought yeah. maybe they were from 56, and that's why they were uh, in, you know, that would be the relationship, but no, they were from a little bit later. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so anyway, it, it was it was kind of a sweet scene at that point, you know. We we see a, you know, a 1956 era mechanic shop, a diner with a waitress in it and the girl that we saw earlier in her room and they're all listening on their respective radios to the platters singing My Prayer. And,
1: yeah, uh, what was uh, what was kind of interesting, too, was, uh, again, I, I need to go back and look, but the, the Pops Diner, which had that kind of curved uh, counter, and the woman was standing behind it who uh-huh. worked there, sure looks very similar to the diner that's in Firewalk with me oh. that Chris Isaac and Kiefer Sutherland go to. Um uh-huh. Ooh. But mm. but that one was that was in Twin Peaks and not in that in New Mexico. So oh, maybe it's okay. just yeah. Uh, but it was interesting cuz the minute I saw it I was like, "Ooh, is that the diner from Fucker Walk <laughs> with Me?" But they're just re- yeah, anyway. res-
0: recycling sets.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting how so many things you're always looking for c- c- clues when you watch lynch and especially twin peaks you know so you're always looking for clues and but then you're also looking for things that you know because heaven knows anything can be interrelated in his universe um so it's always interesting when something looks like something you've seen before
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you kind of say to yourself is this a misdirection or is this an important detail you never right, know yeah. sometimes.
1: Yeah. Uh, Indeed. So as, as, Which is the great thing about it. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, it, uh, it discombobulates. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, they cut to the god of light, Woodsman, shows up at the radio station, and he kills the <laughs> radio. The door's s- just
1: wide open at, yeah, exactly. at 9 o'clock and, or 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah just walks right in with his grimy self. And uh, <laughs> immediately kills the radio station receptionist slash woman by crushing her head.
1: Yeah, I <clears> crush her <throat> <your> skull.
0: <laughs> and then he proceeds to walk over to the DJ and grabs his head. Of course, we hear the record yeah. scratch off "No More My Prayer" by the Platters, and uh, yeah,
1: your prayer is over. That's
0: right. <laughs> so the woodsman grabs the microphone. And uh, Woodsman talks on the microphone and broadcasts to the surrounding town. And here's his whole thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is the water and this is the well. Drink full and descend. The horse is the white of the eyes and dark within. Yes. And, and he just repeats that
1: multiple times. Right. While you sit there and wonder what the fuck it means, because the only mm -hmm. the only thing that, you know, of course, when he says the horse is the white of the eyes, that makes you think white horse and you see the white Uh horse, you know, that there's the shot in the original series of the horse in Laura's living room. Right.
0: Whenever uh, of the white horse, Leland's wife is has been drugged by Leland by him giving her, um, I don't know, some milk that's been laced with. Some drug uh, when he's molesting right. Laura, and then there's also the time when Maddie is killed by Leland. That Laura's mom's well, she's drugged also and sees the white horse right before Maddie is killed. So yeah,
1: I didn't. Re- oh wow, I did not remember that Maddie was killed.
0: Oh. Leland kills
1: Maddie. Yeah, I really need to watch the second season again. Damn it. Oh yeah. Um, maybe I'll watch it on July fourth. Um. Yeah, Maddie interesting. was. Interesting.
0: Yeah, Maddie was planning to go home, and uh, the day that she's about to go home, yeah, Leland possessed by Bob, taken over by Bob. Yeah, kills Maddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fucked up.
1: Hmm. <laughs> wow. So, do you see a white horse at that point as well?
0: Yes. When. Because um, Mrs. Palmer has been drugged again, <laughs> and she's crawling on the floor, and she looks up, and sh- the white horse reappears in front of her for a few seconds, mm. and then she passes out, and then that's when Leland kills Maddie. Yeah, that's a fucked up scene, too. Yeah, I think he smashes, yeah. her, smashes her head against the wall until she's dead.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, <sighs> that was a hard-to-watch
0: oh. scene, yeah, a few... If you don't yeah. remember seeing it, you need to, yeah, definitely watch that episode again. I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm going to have to – I um, I could probably watch the second season in, in a few hours because there's certainly things I remember and also things that, like, I would just skip over. Uh, like anything with Audrey and Billy Zane, i just fast forward <laughs> to that shit. Well, yeah. But – That, that – Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, But back to the poem, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I – the The white horse thing was the only thing that caught my attention fully um Me too just yeah. thinking um but this is the water and this is the well is kind of like saying this is this is the the this is the thing, and this is where it comes from." Mm-hmm. Um and part of me wondered too because he also says drink full and descend yes. if he's talking to other woodsmen who are somewhere else telling them to Maybe. drink fully of this Maybe. of this atomic bus but it's but it's eleven years later too right I don't know well what you know
0: you know but it seems like it's directed at the townspeople because everybody starts passing out when they hear right. this on the radio the mechanic. You know, falls over. the The waitress um, goes unconscious, and then ultimately the girl who's laying in bed falls asleep uh, while she's listening to this broadcast by the woodsman
1: right yeah you know i mean we yeah we may never know what it means but it's really interesting because it's like yeah to me it's like saying this is this is the thing this is you know to a certain degree water is the thing that sustains you this is the thing that Uh we're looking for this is the water Uh and this is the well this is the thing we're looking for and this is where it comes from Mm -hmm. so come take fully of it right and the, the horse is the white of the eye mm-hmm. drink full and descend yeah. yeah what's the descend? yeah though yeah right mm-hmm. yeah that's true mm-hmm. too drink full of it and descend into hell um yeah, i don't know and, exactly. and then the horse is the whites of the eyes i don't you the know what eyes. does that mean the whites of the eyes yeah and dark dark within, within which you know is the is the the, you know, the whites of your eyes don't see anything and the darkness right. is within. There's definitely darkness within going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cool poem. Really interesting. Eyes, yeah. And dark within. Yeah, what
0: does that mean? What the, is the, that? The, the horse. Is the dark the, the pupil of the eye?
1: It has yeah, nothing. that's I kind of. Right, yeah. Yeah, Is the horse, the, the white of the eye, and there is darkness within the horse, which is the pupil of the eye, which sees the reality. Who knows? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I
0: hope we at some point in the future know what the fuck that means
1: (laughs) right right now we're still
0: Uh, our brains are you know reeling and 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 flipping inside of our skulls it's crazy shit
1: yeah so then
0: right after that the frog bug is crawling the girl falls asleep the frog bug flies in her window lands on her bed and slowly crawls into her mouth Horrifying. The stuff of nightmares.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I had to convince myself that it was a CGI thing, and she just, you know, that girl just had to sit there with her mouth open for a while and... yeah. And they CGI'd in this horrible thing crawling in her mouth. Heaven forbid it was a real kind of
0: (laughs) prop. I hope
1: it wasn't a real prop of some kind.
0: Yeah, they they trained a frog, put a costume on him, and (laughs) (laughs) –
1: Well, you know that's gotta Lynch be Lynch is it. very good at building things. He could build a bug that would crawl oh, into, yeah, but yeah, true. yeah, it, it was. I it was definitely if it's CGI, which we presume it is, it was damn good CGI. It sure looked fucking real. It wasn't oh, like yeah. some of the other CGI we've seen right. on this these shows. It it looked fucking real. Yeah. Um, so which made it, of course, all the more creepy.
0: Yeah, I think CGI in black and white is easier to make look. Yeah. Real. Well, that's maybe. a very
1: good point. Because all you're dealing with yeah. is,
0: is, is tones. You know, you're not dealing with color. So you can, right. Yeah. You can work on the detail more. So I don't know. Yeah. But, uh,
1: so that's probably true.
0: Yeah. Mm, interesting. So after, so after the, the frog bug crawls into the girl's mouth the woodsman crushes the dj's skull mm-hmm. and then
1: the woodsman leaves out into
0: the desert night end yes. of episode i
1: wrote <laughs> i wrote woodsman kills dj and then walks out into darkness as horses whinny right. and is that the horses that Ooh. are the whites of the eyes or yeah do you remember when
0: cooper was in the uh, black lodge in I guess it was the first episode. The curtains, the red curtains, pull up, and the uh, zigzag black and white lines go on to infinity. And in the distance, mm-hmm. there's a white horse. Also,
1: yes, I it, was just thinking of that. And he when walks you said past. Cooper's it, yes. in the lodge. I'm like, there was a white horse
0: there. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> right.
1: remembered that there was a white horse yeah. there too.
0: Isn't that wild? So wow. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. So yeah. One day, we will know
1: what the hell that's all about. Right. So... You know, mm -hmm. I remember, I think I... Uh, You know, like I remember this is totally a little bit off subject, but not Mm -hmm. Um, like my my mom is very, a very intelligent woman. I know yours is too. Um, Mm -hmm. So I remember like one time we watched this really odd. um, It was a dance thing on PBS choreographed by Twyla Tharp. Have you heard of Twyla Tharp? Yes. Yeah. So it's this modern dance. The music was by um, David Byrne. And there's there's a scene with all these dancers and there's a big foam rubber pineapple and they start tearing the pineapple apart. And uh, okay, I, I remember and, I, you know, I saw this when I was probably like 1918. And I remember saying to my mom was watching it with me and I remember I don't remember. I was like, I think I said, I wonder what that means or why are they doing that? and And she said, well, the pineapple is the international symbol of hospitality. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> what? Is, okay. I was like yeah well it, apparently it is it, it's uh, in right. some way and it's a, so it's it, a Hawaiian so, thing Right. Whether mm. that had anything to do with what was really going on in the stance or not, I don't know. But okay. I, I seem to remember asking her oh, if there was some symbolic meaning. Well, you know, why is there a white horse there mm. in Laura Palmer's living room? And I don't mm. I don't remember if there was something that it symbolizes. But it would be interesting to know, like in dreams or other things if a white horse symbolizes, i mean a white horse generally symbolizes goodness and coming to the rescue and you know yeah possibly so i don't i don't know the horse is always the horse is one of those things that's always been interesting because there's never been anything that really explains what it means other than it's there at different times in different places but yeah what it's supposed to symbolize has never been clear
0: Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, and apparently I think, it
1: symbolizes the white of the eyes. But right, still. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: I mean, originally, I always thought, you know, when Laura's mom was being drugged, I thought symbolism that she had been drugged with heroin. But ah,
1: interesting. That,
0: but in light of recent. Events and developments. I don't think it has anything to do with heroin.
1: Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Something but completely. But that is true. Different. They
1: mm-hmm. they do call heroin horse. Yeah. And it's and and, and white powders like cocaine. So yeah. Right. Hmm. Yeah, Just, I've, I've heard, yeah.
0: I've heard. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah. Cocaine referred to as horse, and I've also heard. Yeah. Heroin called horse. So hmm. horse. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or riding the white horse. There's a song by the right? same name.
1: I do believe there is. Yes. I am. Um, I think it's great that, you know, as we expected, this new series asks more questions than it answers. Oh,
0: wow. (laughs) Yeah.
1: You know, this isn't a series that is going to tie everything up neatly in a little bow.
0: No, this is going to go on for decades.
1: (laughs) Which would be amazing. If it (laughs) did, that would be so great. It's just just amazing if there was more. I, yeah, I can't. I mean, I would love there to be more. At the same time, I would love it if there was things that were tied up, mm-hmm. and sometimes things do kind of get tied up. But uh, yeah, i i' I'm, it just makes you more and more curious as to what you know. We've got ten. We're not even halfway through. We've got ten more episodes to go. Wow, and, that's um, awesome!
0: Oh my god, yeah.
1: I, you know, now I'll I see was why we're going to have
0: a, a Twin Peaks exclusive episodes. We need w- them.
1: Yes, we have to. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Because I don't know that they've put up a complete schedule of when all the episodes are going to air hmm. and i don't even mm-hmm. know where i read or saw or heard that the next one won't be till july 9 but
0: okay um yeah. i think i, yeah, I remember anyway. seeing that yeah there wasn't going to be one this sunday but
1: yeah so well that's um, good
0: i mean it gives us a chance to catch up and get this episode out before episode nine another is episode aired. yeah so we'll finally be caught up we've been kind of so a little behind so, you've been listening to our special episode discussing episode eight of Twin Peaks The Return. So, slide in next time when we discuss episode nine of Twin Peaks. On a slippery yeah. slope.
1: Got a light. That's the best I can do. <laughs> that's the best good. I can do, man. Oh, that's great. Okay, good.
0: All right, cool. All right.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh please.